You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. If you've been thinking of starting a blog, or maybe you've had a blog for a while, but you've kind of neglected it and you're ready to give it some love, revamp it, and make it actually successful, grab a notepad and a pen and get ready to take some notes because in today's episode with Michelle Schaefer, we dive into all the things about a blog that will generate success for your business, add clients, and just help you reach a new audience. We talk about content and Michelle gives away some great freebies. So again, tune in, grab your notepad, and let's talk blogging. Hello again, friends. It's Lisa Benavidez with Nice Girl CEO, and I am so excited about today's episode because I have my friend Michelle Schaefer, who is freaking amazing, just to say the least. And I cannot wait to let you meet her if you haven't already. And we're going to dive into a really cool content and visibility strategy today. So I'm excited to share that with you and just to have you get to know her a little bit more. So, hey, Michelle, welcome. Hey, Lisa, thanks so much for inviting me on the show. Of course, you were definitely top of the list of guests that I wanted to have. So I'm happy that we're doing this too. And I wanted to give you a sec to introduce yourself and let us know who you are officially. Oh boy, the official bio. Okay, so <laughs> I am Michelle Schaefer, as you mentioned. Um, I host a podcast called The Art of Giving a Damn, and I've been in business quite a while. At the core of what I do is really helping entrepreneurs to develop marketing and sales that attracts their ideal clients so they can build the business they really want while still being themselves. Love, love, love. And you are also very well known for blogging. So that's what we're going to talk about today, everyone. And um, tell us really quick, Michelle, like you have some really cool blogging statistics. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's, that's the other half of my official bio. Yes. That's something that was really what helped me to get out there and get known was I accidentally started a blog and at this point, you know, some of the stats I share is I one time wrote 42 blog posts in one day, which just boils down to actually knowing how to repurpose content and how to quickly create it. I've mentored more than 15,000 bloggers through the Ultimate Blog Challenge, the Extreme Traffic Adventure, and similar projects. And I've published over a thousand posts on my own blog. My best traffic months are up over 300, 350,000 page views. So I've kind of figured out the blogging thing and how to make it work for me and my business. Amazing. So everyone do not go to my blog after you visit Michelle's because I'm going to be taking <laughs> notes right along with you today. I, I agree that blogging is actually a really, really good way to grow your business, get more visibility. But like Michelle mentioned, when you learn how to create the right content, first of all, repurpose it well, and then to get the attention to your blog is where the magic will happen. So 
Buckle up, get ready. Michelle is going to drop some knowledge for us today. And um, in addition to her official bio, just know that Michelle is so down to earth, real, an amazing friend. And we actually mastermind together weekly. And just being in her presence, being around her, she just brings a total nice girl CEO vibe, which obviously we love here, right? And I'm just really excited for her to teach because, again, like the way that we both actually teach is very simple to the point and easy to understand so that you can implement and take action. Because without the action, none of the knowledge is going to matter. So that's what we're going to do for you today. And if you don't have a blog, that's okay. Michelle's going to share some ways to easily decide if you even should start one. And we're going to talk about content and all that good stuff. So let's dive in. So Michelle, for somebody who doesn't have a blog, what would be some questions or advice that you'd give to them for them to decide if they should start one or not? That's a great question because it's not right for everybody. So figuring out if it's a good strategy for you first is where I really start. And then do you have the bandwidth to do it? Because you do have to be consistent with it. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that I recommend blogging every single day or trying to create tons of content. It can work well if you, if you just set one day a week and be consistent about publishing new content that day every week. Because One of the things about the strategies, Lisa, that you share with social media and some of that stuff is you've got to have somewhere to take people from social media, right? So you've got to have something to be sharing on social media as well. And when you blog and you're consistently creating content, social media is easier because you always have something new that you can be sharing that's not just, hey, here's my business, come work with me, come hire me, but instead you've got content you're putting out there that people can come find out more about you And if they're a good fit, reach out about working with you. And that's actually one of my favorite things about blogging is that by the time somebody gets in touch with me, they already have a feel for who I am, for how I approach things. And, you know, even some of my quirks, like, you know, people who read my blog or follow me online know, you know, I'm into Star Trek. I'm into sci-fi. There's these little things about me that they already know. And it means that I end up with clients who I love and who love me because they know me before they even approach me. And that's one of the benefits of, of getting content out there in a format like a blog. But where I would start is, first of all, if you absolutely hate writing, then a written blog is probably not a good fit for you. If you love video, maybe video blogging might be. But really starting with your strengths and saying, is this something that I am either good at naturally or that I want to work at and become good at? And if the answer to those is yes, then just dive in and get started with it. So good. Yeah, I agree. The consistency is going to be key here because like with any content you're putting out there, if you're only showing up once in a while, then people are not going to know to watch for your newest content, your new things that you're putting out and they're going to lose interest really quick. So yes, consistency is always a good idea. And so if you do love writing, blogging is obviously great, but I love that you mentioned video blogging because not everybody thinks to do that. And so this can kind of really easily segue us into repurposing as well. But um, what are some ideas and like really good tips on how to create content? Because as a business owner, somebody like 
for me example, sometimes when I go to write content, I think like I can write all these ideas down and then I second guess myself like, oh, well, they don't really want to hear about that or they should already know about this. So how do you get over that so you can actually create content without overthinking it? You know, that's a fantastic question. It's funny because the way I started my blog really answers the question. And like I mentioned earlier, I very much accidentally started a blog. Um, I was working as, as a VA and a little bit of marketing coaching. And at that point, I was getting the same questions over and over and over and over again from clients and from potential clients. And I felt like I was typing the same answer so many times. I asked my VA at the time, I was like, what is the quickest way to just publish this on a website where I can send people a link? Because this is like the 18th time I've got this question. And mm. so he installed WordPress for me and was like, here you go. We'll, we'll just put them here. And what I started to realize was, uh, first of all, that at some point it occurred to me that I had accidentally started a blog and that's really what, what WordPress <laughs> was. But not only was I sending those links to people and it was saving me time and giving them a better answer because I could actually take the time to put into the answer when I put it on the blog, um, it was also attracting clients. People would message me who I had never heard of. And that was new. At that point in my business, I was like, wait a minute, I don't know this person from anywhere. How did they find me? That's an exciting moment when your clients start coming uh, yes. from you know other places. And and I realized that what I had done unintentionally was I had basically mastered SEO gotcha. by writing blog posts about things that people were typing into search engines. They were finding me. And I Love realized it. that's what works about blogging is if you just figure out what are the questions people are asking and you answer them. And it really is funny because, you know, you said sometimes we write this topic list and we're like, but everybody already knows this, don't they? Or they, they should know this, Right. And it's funny because we had the conversation about Instagram and I was asking you some of the most basic questions because I don't, I didn't know them. Right. And we have to remember that for our audience, that, that's why they want to hire us to do what we do is because the things that feel basic to us or come naturally for us, they don't know yet. Yes. And so that's where I start content wise is just what questions are people asking me? Where do I see them stuck? What are they struggling with? And how can I help them with that problem? Is if you just focus on that, like what's a problem I can solve? What's a question I can answer? People will want to read your blog because it's full of solutions for them. And that's really the key to making it work as far as attracting people to read it. The flip side of that is when you're creating content, you've always got to ask yourself, where am I leading people? What's the very next step? Because when you attract them to you, because blogging, content marketing is attraction marketing, it's pull marketing. When you get them there, you have to have a next step that leads them into working with you. So that's the other piece to really keep in mind and think about is not just what questions are people asking that I can help with, but specifically what questions are my ideal clients asking before they hire someone like me? Or what questions are people asking before they purchase this product that I offer? What are the questions people are asking before they hire someone for this service or, or buy this info product? And if you can really focus in on that, and use your blog content to help you overcome objections, then you've got content that's not just going to attract people, it's also gonna convert them into clients for your business. Oh, that's great. I love that you said that creating the content that people, or answering the questions that people will have before they hire you, mm -hmm. because that's exactly even what I teach for social media, right? So it's like yeah. this visibility plan, and you really yeah. have to have a bird's eye view. I've actually been working on a 
content calendar system where it's easy to see everything at a glance and then know what's coming up. So what are you going to launch or what is your program about? And then before you invite people to that, what do they need to know? What do they need to do? Where do they need to be so that you can really just set them up for success to say yes Mm -hmm. to you, your program or your services and working with you. So, yeah. And that's helpful for me too, because like you mentioned, like I overthink what I'm sharing on a blog or even just a, a post sometimes, but it really is just breaking it down into what comes easy to me mm-hmm. and making it easy for others. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And it's it, one, one example I use that helps clients when I have this conversation with them is to, to think about it in terms of who's trying to do it for themselves versus hire someone to do it for them. Mm-hmm. And which audience are you speaking to? Because for example, if I do SEO and what I offer is done for you SEO, like I go in and I actually do the keyword research. I put the keywords into the content. I know all of the things about, you know, keyword stemming and keyword density and, and link building and all those strategies. I don't want to write an article probably about how to do SEO yourself. What I want to write a blog post about instead is how do you hire an SEO firm without getting burned? Because that's the question my ideal clients have. If on the other hand, what I do is teach SEO and I have a course about it, then yeah, I want to talk about here's how you can do it yourself. Here's some case studies of success with it. Here's some examples because that gets people into a course where they can learn to do it themselves. So you've really got to think strategically about what kind of content are you putting out there based on who you're looking for. Oh, I love that. That's really, really important is knowing who you're talking to and you know, what they need, what they're looking for and what they're going to, what's going to encourage them to take a next step. So that's really important, um, knowing your ideal client and customer. So um, the other big question that I have, and I know comes up a lot is how to repurpose content. Or maybe that's not the question. A lot of people like they don't know what to share or post. And so how do you use one blog post and repurpose it into other pieces of content. Gotcha. Okay. So that's really, for me, one of the biggest benefits of blogging is all the different ways that I can use it, especially now. Cause like when I started blogging, the whole landscape online was very, very different. I started my blog more than 10 years ago and things have shifted. Like now the conversation doesn't happen on the blog. It happens on social media. Mm-hmm. And there's so many cool ways that you can leverage the content you create. So what I create on my blog, I put that same content into my Facebook page. And sometimes I will put most of the post into a post on Facebook. Sometimes I'll just link to it depending on what I'm doing. I can take it. I can do a Facebook live about it or an Instagram video about it. I can pull quotes out of it. And that's something that can be turned into really cool graphics, right? Or tweets or things like that. So when you put that blog post together, always be asking yourself, how else can I use pieces of this? I will email it to my list. I have blog posts that I've literally turned into freebies and even have been the foundation of courses that I've taught. Because one of the things that a blog is useful for is testing. You know, if you put something out there and you get a huge reaction to it and, you know, it gets shared a thousand times on Facebook, well, you might want to stop and go, oh, what do I do with this piece of content? What do I create next? Because you've got people's attention. And so really watching that piece of it to see what do people love will help you figure out what else to create in your business and what people want to learn from you. Oh, that's so good. I didn't even think about really paying attention to 
which ones are you know doing better than others and how you can make it even better and monetize it and yes. make it well, you know, really work for you. So that's huge. I hope everyone is listening to that because that's important. <laughs> and here's one tip to go along with that. If you see that one of your blog posts has like hit a nerve and it's got people's attention, if you don't have a product that's a next step for people, find one that is and link to it as an affiliate. Ooh. Because that's where you can bring in things and test them. One of the things that I used to do a lot of especially when I was first getting started with my own products and workshops and things was I did a lot of affiliate marketing because I wanted to see does an offer around this one thing convert for my audience. If it does, then it's worth investing the time mm. because the last thing you want to do is waste time creating a product that your audience doesn't want to buy. And so instead of trying to figure the whole product out, put together a sales page, test the thing and see if there's interest, try an affiliate product promote something that you love from somebody that you trust, that you know, it's going to deliver, right? You don't want to promote anything that's crappy, but promote something right. you like. Yeah. And see what happens? Because if you see sales coming in for that, it tells you your specific audience wants that. And then you know, okay, probably worth it to create a product around it. So you can use your blog for market testing, essentially to see what's going to sell. Love it. Oh, so many ideas are floating through my head right now to go back to content I already have created and, you know, using it right, having a better strategy when I go out to share it and then, you know, just making it even better. So, well, and, and two quick tips from that. First of all, most of us, when we think about blogging, we think, okay, I've got to sit down and write a blog post, but I would betcha that 99.9% .9 of people listening to this right now, you have recently responded to something on Facebook or in email or sent an email to your list where you gave a great answer and you know it. Take that great answer and turn it into a blog post mm. because we've already got content that we can take and put on our blog. So content repurposing works both ways. Don't skip that step. Make it easy on yourself, right? And, um, and that'll save you a lot of time. So I just want to throw that tip out there. Yeah, no, I love that. That's actually, that's a good point. And you know, like if you're going to write a list of content ideas to get you started, think about easy ways to do it. Think about what you've already written, what you've already shared, even if it's in video, how can you turn that into a blog post? Mm -hmm. Um, I love that tip about what questions have you answered or replied to on other social media platforms, but make it easy because if you are, like I mentioned earlier, overthinking, it's going to keep you from even doing it in the first place. So if you know that blogging is something that you want to start, or at least um, if you already have one, like make it work for you, yeah. then make it as easy as possible. So don't overcomplicate things. Just answer what your audience wants to know about. Exactly. Yeah. And, and one thing to keep in mind when it comes to blogging, because I think a lot of us have that fear of what if I put content out there and nobody reads it or worse yet, what if people read it and they don't like it? Or, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> we worry about that. And the readers thing we can go into in a minute, but the piece of it about worrying about how people will respond or whether it's good enough, first of all, it's your business and it's your blog you get to decide what you want to share. Yeah. And if people don't love it, then they're not your people and that's okay. So give yourself permission to have fun with your blog. You know, I can't remember who it is that says your business is your playground, but I love that idea. You know, have fun with it and just be okay with testing things out and, and 
sharing what you want to share. Love that. That's totally diving into authenticity and that's where it should start. Your blog, your anything that you put out should be authentic and feel good to you. And if you're showing up to serve others, then you need to let go of any fears and insecurities of who might not like it. In yeah. fact, I think Michelle has talked about this before too. It's yeah. you want to attract people and also unattract people. You want the yeah. people that don't vibe with you and don't agree with you or don't just kind of fall into the person that you want to work with. You want them to go away. So don't be afraid to create things that people are not going to like. That's just a fact. There's going to be people that like it and don't like it. Focus on the ones that like it and want more of it. Yeah, exactly. And that's actually a good thing because, you know, I remember the first time somebody unsubscribed from my email list. And I also remember the first time somebody left a negative comment on my blog. I cried mm -hmm. both times because I was like, oh, I've upset somebody. You know, I had a yeah. total meltdown. And it took me a while to be able to switch my mindset to go, no, that's a good thing. Just like we want people to raise their hands and say, yes, I love what you're doing. I want to be part of it. I need this. We also want people to self-select and say, you know what? You are not the flavor for me. And that's okay because if they don't kind of get out of your world and you don't repel them, like, like you said, Lisa, then you end up with those terrible fit clients who argue with everything you suggest, who don't want to do any of the work and who end up unhappy because they didn't get a result. We don't want that. So it's right. better to repel them before you ever end up with them as a client because they'll get great results with somebody else. Absolutely. That, you know, that's okay. So yep. Accepting that piece of it is really important. Just make peace with that, that it's okay for people to, to raise their hand and say, I love you. And it's also okay for people to raise their hand and say, you are just not my cup of tea. Yes, I agree. So Michelle, what would be like two to three easy to implement action steps that the listeners can take with them and get started on either a new blog or just revamping their current blog? Um, to make it successful? Sure. Okay. So where I would start, uh, the very first thing I would actually do is an exercise called an empathy map. And I've got one, Lisa, that we can give your listeners access to. Okay, um, so I'll give you a link for that that you can put in the show notes. But what that does is it gives you a specific way to kind of get inside your ideal reader's head and figure out what to write about on your blog that's going to get their attention. So that's the first thing I recommend is going through that exercise because you will have like endless ideas of awesome. what to write about and what to do next. The second thing I recommend is actually getting on social media and going to look for places where your ideal clients gather, whether that's Instagram hashtags that they use, whether it's Facebook groups that they're in, whatever that is, whatever is you know big in your space, go pay attention and start watching for questions and start watching for hot topics. Because if you can pay attention to what's getting people revved up, like what are they getting passionate about on either side, um, it gives <laughs> you ideas, right, for your blog of what's right about. And the third thing I would recommend that really makes a huge, huge difference is learn how to get readers to your blog. Mm. And the way to do that, there's actually two pieces to it. One is designing an intentional promotion plan where you know, as soon as you hit publish, here's the 10 things I'm going to do 
to get my blog post out there. Because when you know that, it makes it way easier to blog because you know people are going to come read it, right? It doesn't right. feel good when you're writing for nobody. When I started my blog, I seriously think it was just my mom and my cat that were reading it. <laughs> oh, great. But once I learned, you know, how to get it out there more, which for me was like proactively sharing those links with potential clients, with people asking me questions, and then learning some of the strategies like SEO uh, that work. But that's one piece of it, having that visibility plan. What are you going to do after you hit publish? The other side of it is learning to write headlines that actually grab people's attention because mm -hmm. we all have a tendency to focus all our time on the content and not on the headline. And really that headline is what's going to get people to click. So I have a free tool at hooklinedynamic.com that will help people to write headlines or hook lines that are going to grab people's attention. And that's the other advice I would give is learn how to write headlines that grab people's attention so they want to come read. And that doesn't just apply to blogging. That applies to any of your marketing and sales. You have to learn how to get people's attention so that they see you and that they listen to you and that they have that opportunity to learn from you. Love it. You are the best, Michelle. Everyone can check the show notes. I will link both of those freebies that Michelle's offering as well as where to find her online. So you can follow her, connect with her and just continue learning because this was just a tiny, tiny sliver of the awesome goodness that Michelle can share and teach you. Her blog is obviously full of juicy topics and things that can help you move forward in your business. In addition to blogging, she is a genius at you know marketing and launching and all kinds of other stuff. So check her out. Uh, Michelle, thank you again so much for being here. And like I said, I took notes, but I'm going to definitely re-listen and take more notes because this was really helpful and easy to digest so that I can go take action. Um, so thank you so much for sharing. Awesome. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. We'll see you all next time and have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.